Welcome to the Bad Melee Podcast. It's me, Slime, and Dylan's here, and he does laundry once a week. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, not once a week. I do it when I need it. Okay, but, like, but you needed the Pikachu shirt that day. No, it just happened to be part of like the top load of my laundry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like... We were, uh, we were in, we just ate pizza at Mama's Pizza. Hey, this Mama's. Bad Melee po- this Bad Melee podcast brought to you by Mama's Pizza. It was so, so we were sitting there and Dylan oh, told me there's a, <laughs> there's an anime where Jesus and Buddha are roommates. roommates. And I was saying, it's like, it's funny that like, it, like Japanese anime concepts are just really just stoned American conversations that they just turn into actual productive produced shows it's really beautiful to yeah, be honest yeah, i think that's cool. it's an art form have you seen have you seen this anime or just seen no, like the uh, meme of it the concept of it i just saw the concept someone showed me a picture and said you need to watch this and i was like fuck yeah i do <laughs> I, I really like shirakuma cafe have you heard of that no but it's it a, sounds adorable it's a polar bear that owns a coffee shop and he's really sarcastic and he has a penguin friend who's always really mad and is a panda bear friend that can't get a job and his mom yells at him and they all hang out together. It's fucking hilarious. Did you uh did you remember to buy the bottle of bleach this week? <laughs> Cuz I already need it. Um so while Dylan's going to drink uh his favorite beverage, um this is not my favorite beverage by far. We got a couple of things to talk about today. Oh baby. Oh baby. We oh, got a baby. list. Structure. We got a list cuz I cuz it was such an eventful week. I have a list. First first up on the space docket. Number one. <laughs> Duna cat pictures are retarded. This is my opinion. You're so incorrect. It's Why? painful. Why? Because Duna cat pictures have been something that Sleepy K has been doing for like years. And so it's, what? It's like tradition. You see like these big tournaments and then you see Duna cat and everyone wants to take a photo. You know what it. else is a tradition? Used to be a tradition. I can't think of some sort of religious What's fanaticism. wrong with it? It's just... Okay. Anthony, are you an old man? I don't understand. You're an the con- old no, man getting I don't, mad at children, aren't I, you? I don't understand the context, so therefore I see it in a vacuum that is without this historical basis. So I'm like, this is dumb. It's just people taking pictures with a cute pillow that looks like a cat. I think it's a dumb pillow, and I think it's a dumb cat. Am I, am I alone in this? You're going to be alone in this. <laughs> What's the what's the historical context? I don't here? know. It's just a cute little cat like pillow. Why did Sleepy K start to do this? I don't know. He probably had a pillow. He's a fucking weeb. <laughs> like he's a super weeb, and like he just maybe brought a pillow and was like, "Hey, everyone, take pictures with it." And then ever since then, he's been bringing it places, and it's like a different one. Wait, so is is, is it the same Duna pillow? And no, there's multiple because Duna cat's just like a character, I guess. Oh, so there's that's like even worse. No, I'm I'm so over this concept. How can you hate something so genuinely? If I ever like, have a picture, I think actually what gets me is do you like hate like d- those Mickey Mouse ears that you get at like Disneyland. No, those dude? are lit. I think what gets me is that it's like it, I think it's the Smashers like pose in every single one. They kind of just awkwardly standing there like, and I think it's so when people put it on top of their head. Hey, well I'm okay with that. I the one I hate is when you're just standing there holding it. Like, it's a fucking prison mugshot. And oh I'm like, God. what is the purpose of this? 
Like, fuck this. Wizzy has some bad... <laughs> some bad Duna pictures. <laughs> he has some bad Duna photos. <laughs> I wrote an article. I had to find photos of him. I'm like, oh, I'll just get Duna ones. Those are fine. <laughs> and they're all just like him standing, holding Duna like straight to his fucking chest, just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deadpan, like, I can't use these. Fuck. Well, are you trying to get a Duna picture? Are you trying to reach out to Sleepy K? Uh, I already reached out to Sleepy K because I fucking used one of his pictures in my article without permission on accident. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> he called me out on Twitter. Really? <laughs> yeah, it sucked. I was like... <laughs> I was like getting into the special club now, baby. I know. He was like... <laughs> He goes, hey, like this. This was used without my permission, and he put like a sad face. And I was like, <laughs> no, wait, no. I was like, I've used. I asked permission before. I was like, I went back to our messages, and it's. I asked for permission on an older picture, and like I just got mixed up. Ah. So you like, willfully committed uh, in the infringement of copyright law. I plead the fifth. Wow, wow. Um, I would like to hear my Miranda rights. <laughs> Are you trying to get a Duna picture though? You should come to Big House. I'm going to Big House. I'm trying to. You if should I get a job. Get some money together, I, scrape I, it from the mountaintops, maybe suck or when, blow. What, what month is it? <laughs> October. Uh, October? Yeah. Beginning I, of October. If I can, like. Actually, no, I should get this little serial job. A little gig. Yeah, this little gig. Little gig. So I'm going to save money and then try to go from there. You should. The big house looks fun. If you go to big house, will you try to get a Duna photo? Will I try? No. If he's, if I like casually walk by and I notice Duna, I'll be like, hey, can I have a picture of Duna? And you see, he would hand you this cum-stained, filthy, flea-ridden cat head pillow. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, yeah, give me that shit. Yeah, and I'd grab it. And then I'd go, ha ha, I'm going to use all your pictures without permission. And then I'd run away. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is mine. Uh, yeah, sick, dude. So I want to get a picture of you holding like five Duna pillows. <laughs> Just angry. I want you on the floor getting attacked by like all of his entire collection. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I can't believe you don't like Duna. Rip my case. Get well soon, my case. Get well soon, Mike. Rip my, rip my case. Best of best of thoughts and prayers and stuff to him. <laughs> Dylan's got a soft spot for my case, and that's fine. But I do want to like look at this in a sort of objective discussion, because like, all right, my case quits because he cited two things. Right, one was that he was getting shit from people for like delegitimizing his wins, and the other was like talking about his weight. And I'm wondering like. Who are these people? Because, like, let the record show that I've roasted Mike probably about every single podcast I've ever done. I've roasted him. But the two things I've never roasted him on are his ability to play and his weight. Because, for one, he's just a good player, and for two, it's, like, kind of fucked up, right? Who's doing this? Uh, people Who hurt Michael Hayes? Probably a lot of people, to be honest. There's a lot of people on Twitter, Reddit, fucking... I, I know it's just, like easy and like kind of lame to say it's just like oh internet bullying like he probably he does get shit on twitter he gets shit on his stream he's gets shit on reddit and shit why does mike get the shit i I think my theory is because he's just very obnoxious or his personality when you put yourself out there you have to like and by put yourself out there you mean like be fucking really vocal (laughs) and like some people there's some people who are naturally like a big part of the community. There's people who just like 
let's say Blur, who's run a bu- bunch of fucking tournaments. He kind of just gets by default gets to just say what what he wants, and people like hear him. Mm-hmm. Mike is like kind of like all in the back, just like hey, <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> I play a good fox. <laughs> I yeah okay I feel that and it's kind of it's fucked up because like no one he's a good player like yeah, he is really good that's what really should always matter and like I don't know man like, the thing is I and you know what's funny is like because moving here to SoCal from Colorado it was like Colorado I lived in a rural area so like the internet and Twitch and the whole online quote-unquote community was all i saw now that i'm in an actual like community that we see each other person to person every single week i'm much more insulated and i interact with the outside community twitch and all that shit far far less so it's like this comes as like it's it's surprising to me because i don't see any of this because like yeah sure we rip on mike but at the end of the day he's a socal broski like yeah he's he's, he's one of us people like him um, I could definitely see people uh, discrediting his skill at times, but to be fair, I don't feel like there's a lot of times for it to like really like warrant it. Like he doesn't. Like, Is it pull ever up. warranted? It's if someone pull- beats somebody, they beat them, right? I to mean- an extent, like sometimes you can pull one out and you can just be like, "Oh, well, this player just got like like just one random set." Right. But Mike basically just has kind of like random sets on like some good players across like the board he travels a lot for being like the level of player that he is so he gets like some decently good wins but like they're very few and far between and i don't know like if you're like quitting over that it's like you're just gonna have to deal with that until you get like amazingly consistent results right like fucking people give shit for the west ball still he's super inconsistent right and so that's why that I thought that too, and I was like, Mike's always the one who's like talking about grinding and trying hard and like like staying the course and shit like that. So that was that was why when he mentioned like the weight joke stuff, I was like, okay, maybe there's something like different going on because you're always gonna get shit. People are always gonna be mad losing to someone they don't think is good, which is dumb because Mike is really good, by the way. I don't get it, but. Um, I don't know. It, it's, well, if you're not top 10 world, then you're not good according to the internet. Apparently, right? It's like, have you tried to play this fucking game? <laughs> it's so fucking hard. It's incredibly hard. And so, I don't know. It's weird. But so Mike is he's taking his ball and he's going home. I think he should. Um, I mean, if he's not I, like, happy. Right? I want to think about this like objectively, and I don't mean any harm by it. But if you look at Mike Hayes as a person and where he is in life, he's kind of just a guy who's been like, working and doing things and playing melee and he's been working hard at melee but he's not at a level or nor will he like reach a level where he can just like do smash forever or like live primarily off primarily off smash because he's not like think of who's who is living primarily off smash right now right Right, right. And okay. Mike is not near that level. Like you'd have okay, to get so up you mean towards financially. Lucky. Financially, and just are you like, talking about skill wise, or is it directly <clears throat> correlative? No, I'm saying like where he's at in life. He's not. He's really focusing on melee. He's not doing like much. He's right. kind of just working and playing melee and going about his business and just doing his life. But he seems like a man who can be doing more than just play melee and try to get really good at melee. Okay. He has potential to do some good things. He has a lot of aspirations in music. Right. 
And I think he, it's good that he'll take a break from Melee for a while. Yeah, okay. I say this as someone Plus who hardly knows him, like. so, you know, <laughs> just let me fucking as, grab my degree as, in psychology as off we the wall. All are, right. Yeah, and, and I mean, he mentioned... Who put this microphone here when I said these things? The first thing he mentioned, too, is like, I uh, happiness is the most important thing, or whatever, and that makes sense, right, if you're not happy, but I don't know. I, I feel like that message was written in a in a sort of hurry or a sort of emotional area, and I don't know, like, he took his ball and he went home. I hope this means that we can't roast other players without the threat of them taking their ball and going home. Oh, I would love it if more players, like, <laughs> if someone heard me just, like, shit-talk them on the Bad Melee podcast <laughs> and they quit, ooh. That's something I, I want to, like, explicitly express, too. This is not, like, like, we roast, but, like... We love you all. Like, I, I roast SFAT's eyebrow piercing because I truly believe that was the worst decision any man has ever made in his entire <laughs> life. But, like, I, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say, like, that's not like a bullying statement. You know what I mean? There's a fucking line that people just kind of don't, like, We respect get. you for who you are, and we're not, like shitting on you as a person we're kind of like the, the little niche it's thing just roasting like, yeah it's just roasting this like fuck you I, can roast anyone about anything no one's immune to being roasted it's true yes and the part of a roast is we're kind of just doing it because it's funny and we love you we, we have nothing it against honestly you honestly comes from a place of like it comes from a place that's like it's not malicious it comes from my fucking keyboard <laughs> be easy to each other fam it it's like it's not you never want to be the guy who says something that makes someone feel bad enough to quit melee or whatever or whatever in life. You don't want to be that fucking guy. That's a fucked up thing. So anyway, unless get, it's over the bad melee podcast, then it's funny. Well, if it was like dumb, like if S five quit <laughs> melee over me roasting his eyebrow piercing, that would actually be hilarious because it's like, wait, really? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you okay? That's why. I would have message. I'm like, yeah, dude, are you okay? I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean much by it. I mean, it's like you know, it's it's the most awful thing you've ever done. But like, whatever. It's like, <laughs> no, but there's there's a line. You know, I, I don't know. We Rip now have case. two people on our magical farm. Damien. <laughs> Has moved away to the magical farm where yes. he's he can frolic with he all the other little Damien's. Yes, and also Mike Hayes. Mike Hayes has gone to the pasture, um, <laughs> and they're they're up there just playing melee together. Uh, um, we we hope that you're a shine spiking Damien in heaven. Um, how, they're at a farm. Don't tell that to the <laughs> children. Shit. Shit. Sorry. Um, I wanted I wanted to do emails actually really early because. You guys fucking killed it this week. These emails are actually godlike. This is uh, this is probably one of my favorite ones. One of them, actually, two of my most favorite emails are in this block. So this one is from uh, anonymous because he doesn't want his name <laughs> on this one. Oh my god! He said, uh, "I live in Vegas, so obviously we got strip clubs on deck. Having never been to one over all four years of my eligible adult life, I've only recently starting to go to them every now and then with my normie coworkers." So I'm really still awkward around strippers and not quite accustomed to proper titty bar etiquette. Have you ever been to a strip club? No, and I refuse to go. Why? Um, I could just go home and masturbate instead for free. <laughs> Why do I want some girl grinding on my dick teasing me? That is me? such a fucking Redditor thing to say. Look, go to a titty bar and then just experience it and then come back. That's a lot of money. Dude, the one I went to was like $10. And it said when you pay with your card, it says business solutions on your bank statement. 
Wow. So now my bank won't know. know. I go. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's I just, can go to a titty it's bar. Funny. So like, it's ten dollar it entry. It says business solutions. It was like, ten dollar entry to get into the titty bar. Yeah. Okay. How much do you have to throw on the titties? You don't have to throw shit. I can just sit there and watch. Yes. Now I feel like an asshole. That's your fraud. That's like going to so many like different okay, restaurants well, and then not fine. You get any. five dollars in ones. You throw one dollar out for each titty. But they ain't gonna shake it if I ain't them throwing them no money. They'll shake it for the other people and they're still there. Yeah, but they ain't in front of me. That's true. And so, I only go to strip clubs when I want validation and attention from women. That's true. You're and right. I don't have the money for that yet. <laughs> so I'm fair gonna enough, go home and I'm gonna touch myself. I, okay. You know what? This is this has been a real moment. I specifically moment. masturbate only to pictures of celebrities eating food. <laughs> um, if you ever win money match against David Chong. Take that money and go to a strip club and just see what it's like. I think everyone should go at least once, even girls. Everyone should go just to see what it's like because it's a very surreal experience if you've never gone. But anyway, this guy's email. Um, so, uh, some dancers are cool with grinding on my junk in dead silence, but most of the time they make small talk and attempt to have a conversation. So anyway, this girl is on my lap and my hands are overflowing with ass and she asks what I do for fun. I respond, uh, I play video games because I honestly have no idea how normal people answer this question. Story of my life. So she says, I could tell right away, gamers always have the softest hands. She tells me that she's a gamer too, and when she's not at the club, she's at home gaming. She uses the words gamer and gaming specifically. She asks if I'm more of a PC gamer or a Nintendo gamer. I answer Nintendo, so she asks what games I play. I tell her Super Smash Brothers and League of Legends, hoping that she'll latch on to the latter and save me from explaining competitive melee to her. Thankfully, the song ends just in time, meaning that my dance is over and giving me an open trail off in conversation and taking my flaccid Nintendo gamer dick elsewhere without looking like too much of a virgin in front of her. If you do end up reading this, please let me be anonymous and don't read my email address out loud. Not even a throwaway. Just like, hey, guys, please. Just fucking don't do it. Don't. That, uh, so if you're ever feeling bad about like anything in the world, maybe you went out to in pools, maybe a girl you've been talking to blew you off, just remember this guy's story and think that it could be worse. It could be much worse. It could be worse. Um, but but that is a real situation, and uh, I because sometimes the girls will they'll just like pretend to be interested in you because that's their job, right? Yeah. I had a. Act, uh, are you a gamer? I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer too. I love gaming. Gamers I, have the soft The first uh, <laughs> the first strip club I ever went to. I've only been like three times. This girl, I had this thirty times. Yeah, thirty. <laughs> three. Wait, what's two zeros? Three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony, no. I was I was eighteen because um, it was an eighteen and up strip club. By the way, in Colorado, they can't be uh, bottomless in an eighteen and up strip club. They have to. You gotta be twenty one to see that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In Colorado, at least I don't know how it is in California. Anyway, um, this guy responded in uh, to the stuck in a room with a smasher question he says greetings bad melee uh to answer your question about which master i would rather not be stuck in a room with it would probably be d1 which is a really good answer um because outside of screaming destruction every 10 seconds he seems like he has no personality at all fucking roasted i heard he's actually really like chill and funny to hang out with but he seems like Dude, someone who has too much personality i don't me. know yeah i don't know about that because i watched this stream once it was a pre-tournament stream it was him like shizwiz i think it was paragon um florida guys in a hotel room and he was like 
it was just a very casual setting like some melee streams are and he was being really weird and like like okay i remember everyone started laughing at a joke and he didn't hear what it was because he was reading the chat and i remember this moment specifically he hears everyone start laughing he starts laughing like fake like <laughs> and then turns to them he's like what are we laughing at and it's like you're a fucking robot, dude. Like, that's what the episode, the documentary thing should have been on you, fam. So I don't think, I think he just, I don't know. He's weird, dude. He's fucking weird. I don't know he, him, though. He definitely, like, there's some people, I like D1 on the mic sometimes. Why? Sometimes. Sometimes he... His mess- old shit is godlike. So, sometimes it's he does well. Like, actually, it was good for the time. I like it at, like, when he does stuff at DreamHack, I love seeing, like, DreamHack, I like seeing this very, like, professional-esque, like, tournament quality. Because that's what DreamHack is. DreamHack's meant to be, like, fucking esports as hell. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing someone who actually takes pride in, like, being pretty esports, it's, it's cool seeing him just, like, get to do his thing. Fair enough. But, like, when you put him on with, like... What was it? They had like a tri-cast. someone who has an actual personality. Yeah, the TriCast. That sounds D one in a TriCast sounds god. Did you listen to it this no, weekend, I'm, dude? I, it was so bad. He, I heard it was awful. He could just like he couldn't really get a word in because the other guys were just so. It was wobbles and uh, who else? Blur. That sounds like the worst idea ever. They were so, but they were really good because they were they were just knowledgeable and killing yeah. it. And, it's and three. D one like, was just like uh yeah, and uh, everyone was like roasting him in chat, like saying he was hungover and stuff. You don't put like three Kobe's on the same team, man. You need like you want is no Kobe. You need the synergy. <laughs> the point is, you don't put three good people together just because Again, they're good. You're saying D one is good. D one is good. I don't. I can't. I don't believe. Objectively that speaking, D one is good. He's not like a bad commentator. He's just not your flavor. Just because you don't like orange flavored Gatorade doesn't make it bad. <laughs> I think it's more I, I don't like Gatorade that like a homeless guy stuck his dick in. This is so mean to D1. <laughs> Why are you so... What's your sympathy for D1? You, didn't, you, you have sympathy for the that, weirdest people and you're cruel to the weirdest people. You have this weird like... Who am I cruel to? Flip flop of polarness. Because I like to give like... I like to shit on D1 and I like to shit on like professionalism and esports when it's like the appropriate setting for doing so. When he's in a tournament when he's like being too professional like and it's not like needed, like Apex... When he gets, like, really professional at Apex, I'm like, eh. Or he gets, like, really professional at, like, some off tournament. Say, like, a, did he do commentary at, like, What the Fox? Like, a big regional. Mm-hmm. When he's, like, going, like, super esports mode there, that's where I'm like, eh, come on, man. These, okay. are, these are our Smash tournaments. That's true. But when you're at, like, the big, when you're at the big top, when he was on MLG and DreamHack, that was sick. I'm like, that's what I want to see. I don't think it's sick, but unfortunately, I like actually agree with you. Like he he sort of belongs in that space. But also, like my problems with him aren't as macro as much as they are also micro. Like my penis, in that like he'll say things, he'll enunciate on these weird words, and he'll just he over enunciates a lot. He'll make of these enunciations, and he'll make these weird like stops in his speech, and it feels so unnatural. It's like he's trying too hard, and it's like, bam, stop, just fucking do yeah. you. Like I I think. It is him. I think he just likes to have that like professional-esque talk. Like there's a, I don't want to say professional. I want to say more like, mm, I'm trying to think of it. Think of like a sports commentator. That's not how people talk. Right. 
I interrupt this email. Cool. I also wouldn't want to be stuck with S2J because something about his stupid baby face makes me think he would try to eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I don't think S2J eats ass. Um, uh, this guy said, you have two suffer hats. Can I have the other one? Also, which smasher has the strongest cums? Uh, answer to number one? No. I'll just answer Thank it for you. you. Thank there you. you go, Anthony. It mine. It mine. <laughs> uh, this guy asks, do you think Wizzy will ever win a tournament by being the gayest falcon on Earth, or should he switch to Fox? I think that was just there to, to trigger you. Uh, no, I actually, I 100% think he can just like be super lame and win it. Like in a, I'd say a year and a half to two years, I could see him winning something like pretty big. With, Why like, do people two, say two that? Gods. Why do people say like in a year maybe? Like what does that fucking because mean? there's he's like see you have you ever seen someone just go from like oh like they they do good and then they just win a fucking national well why not why not because smash is a weird game where we have six people who won national since like 2006 yeah that's like not the norm in other fighting games that is so weird isn't it I I always wanted I, I always thought about like what if I could have a genie swap my skill with mangoes like but it was like silent right like it you was just couldn't come in and he didn't know either so like he'd start playing and he'd be like getting his fucking shit rocked by Alex nineteen be like I, I don't know I'm just not I'm just not playing really well I don't I don't understand this <laughs> and I'm just like coming in and just like bodying people and like I wonder if people like catch on just win, win Evo yeah people like catch on like this guy plays a lot like Mango used to <laughs> <laughs> this guy's looking really Mango esque did he just switch to Falco <laughs> it's like what it, I I just wonder if like the conspiracy theory theorists would be like. I think like something happened like Magic Mike type of shit or not Magic Mike what's that sh- that movie where Lil Bow Wow takes Michael Jordan's shoes like Mike <laughs> yeah it'd be like that I don't know that'd be fucked if you up. ever want to say the perfect movie doesn't exist <laughs> let me tell you fam you better fuck right off like Mike let me get that book one <laughs> this guy has hey guys quick question if Hitler and the Nazis won World War II what would you think the current metagame of Melee would be if they won World War Two, yeah. Remember, they didn't. We defeated them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Hmm. Well, well if mean, they won, like, if they won, so from nineteen forty-five so on, yeah. So instead of Nintendo, I think we would have like, did we Nint- still like Nintogen? Nintogen. <laughs> if we still, if they won, did we still nuke Japan in this instance? I don't know. Because I think we wouldn't have got it if we didn't nuke Japan. <laughs> that's, what, that's what got us Melee. That's what got us a lot of things. <laughs> you so, can go to Japan and buy used panties out of a vending machine. It, this is why you don't drop nukes on it, countries. It fucked them up for good. Dog. They fuck, <laughs> have you ever seen the Poland Ball comic of it? Yeah, no. It's, you know what Poland Ball is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one where it's World War II and America's handing out sticks for everyone. Like, hey, get your weapons here. And then Japan comes in and smacks America. And then America turns around and smacks Japan like 50 times harder. And instead of the rising sun flag, he comes up as like their new white with the little red circle with cat ears and a tail and whiskers. And he goes, am I kawaii America-kun? And then it zooms in on America's face with his glasses and he just goes, what? (laughs) And ever since then, it's blown my mind that it's true. We dropped two nukes on this country and we got anime and hentai. 
<laughs> Thank God. Woo, um, lad. So, okay, assuming that, let's just pretend that uh, we didn't nuke Japan. And Germany are the ones that created Nintendo. I don't Nintendo again. <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo. I don't know. And so they made Super Smash Brothers, but Super Rec Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Super Smash and I, my fake German is so bad. But maybe it's just like a couple Luftwaffe soldiers instead of like a home run bat. It's like a I don't know. I don't know my stereotypes well enough. I feel like we just have like a lot of foxes. Like, every character would just be fox, but, like, just different skins. We have... <laughs> Everyone's good. The boy's Russian. Fuck. God damn it. I'm going to switch the topic to... Uh, there's a man by the name of Voluptuous Meat on an IRC that I'm part of. Uh-huh. And this man loves Smash 64 so much, he made his own version of it, but he called it Super Slav Bros, and it's all Russian characters. Really? Like, tracksuit, and it's a man wearing a tracksuit. And Chernobyl man, and it's a man wearing like a fucking hazmat suit. And then there's uh, Sonic in there, but it's my personal character, and he hasn't named it, in, put it in there yet, which is Sonic the Hedgeslav. Hedgeslav. <laughs> there's a giant robot character, and they all seriously play like it's Smash 64. It's meant to be like if you get hit, it's dead. So wait, it's like a custom game. Yeah, he made it in like Unity. What? They played it on Vine Sauce. Really? Yeah, he has a few thousand downloads. Wow. We'll play tonight. I'll money match you. Go check. Money match my fucking tracksuit. <laughs> the main stage, the main stage has a hot tub with a man like chilling in it. And then there's a sign behind it that sa- with Putin's face. And it says, Putin loves you. Hot tub loves you. <laughs> this dude's like seven. He's like a 17 year old metalhead in high school who just like comes into our thing and is just like, hey, guys, what's cooler? Like Ganondorf's dare or Captain Falcon's like Falcon punch. And like it's every single day. He's just asking like random dumb smash questions in like a Street Fighter chat. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like the ultimate shit poster yeah, with like actual skill sets. Yeah, he makes some games. Uh, every I'll put a link to it in the description. Everyone uh, check out. Super Slav Brothers. Um, yeah, that's sick, actually. I'll put the link to Super Slav Brothers in the uh, thing. Okay, and so... Uh, this is from Kyle. <laughs> okay, so my friend and I live in Central Texas, so when DreamHack Austin rolled around, I dragged him to the tournament because I wanted someone to hang out with. He never played Melee until the morning of the tournament, so there wasn't a, lot, a whole lot for him to do. Uh, do there except Hungrybox asked him for a friendly and wrecked him really hard after my pulls game or after my pull games it was around lunchtime so we left the venue to find food around the food trucks a couple blocks away there was a charity drive book sale so we spent some time checking out what they had in stock as a joke my friend bought a copy of Bill Cosby's fatherhood which is a book about Bill Cosby's experience as a dad no wonder it was on sale we went back to the convention where the tournament was going on, and my friends started asking top players for their autographs on the inside of the cover of Bill Cosby book. <laughs> Some people like MTK and Acti and Wizrobe didn't even look at the cover when they signed it, but the players who saw the inside cover had some pretty good reactions. We, know, we went up to wife and asked for his autograph, and he set, started a pleasant conversation with us about the tournament. He finished signing the book and flipped it over to see the cover, and his expression went from a smile to a, are you fucking kidding me look he called us trolling motherfuckers and slapped the book in my friend's hand in disgust so yeah these are the signatures i noticed that peach players have loopy fancy signatures and s2j looks like he had an aneurysm when he wrote the autograph p.s we also met esim 
P.S. We also met Esam there, and yeah, he, he's basically a mouse trapped in a human's body. <laughs> I've never heard anything. That's the most true roast I've ever heard in my fucking life. He's just—he's just a fucking mouse. Um, I the the mental image of wife just like, like going from like smiling and just looks at the book and just his face changing and just like oh it's so. I can see him just like shake his head. (laughs) God damn it. He's the he was the only person I met at Evo last year. So that means this dude has a. Bill Cosby fatherhood book signed by all these pro smash players and it's like in his house that I think is one of the best emails we've gotten um I'll link the pictures as well oh my god like I want can I buy it I yeah I'm wondering like he should put it on eBay can you send it to us P.O. Box <laughs> yeah, send it to uh be, d- slide in my DMs and P.O. Uh, Box 42069 I'll, I'll buy it off of you for like a cool like Ten bucks, dude. <laughs> All yours, dude. Ten crisp ones. Would you right. do it for fifteen? Yes. Twenty? No. Okay. <laughs> that's your limit. Actually, I would for twenty, but that's it. That's it. I wouldn't buy it for a dollar. Would you? Wouldn't? No. I well, maybe if you like, if he actually told me, he like slid into my DMs and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, fam, you want this book? How about one dollar PayPal right now?" I'd be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> let go fam um yeah so if you want to sell us that book you know just uh slide in just hit us up um yeah dude so <laughs> i don't know you got any other things oh we got matt.zeb coming next week uh i'm currently trying matt.zeb matt.zeb <laughs> in the, in the, the low tier god <laughs> Uh, we're also trying to get uh, my boy Venom. Uh, he took second at a PM national once and has since dissolved into uh, being average again, <laughs> wearing his monster can jersey. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I haven't let him eat dinner since he hasn't like won a national. <laughs> Every time I message him, he's like, hey, honey, I'm at a tournament. And I'm like, you better fucking win or you're not coming home and you're getting dinner tonight. <laughs> Venom's a Claremont shitter, right? He, he just happens to play PM. He he knows Claremont people. I think he's Rancho Riverside. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, he plays PM and like is really fucking funny. But is also kind of like an old school internet shitlord. So he's still kind of edgy sometimes. Ah, yes. Okay. Um, I think he'll be fine. But yeah, uh, Matt.Zeb. So we're having him on next week. By the way, our guests typically have a, a history of bailing on us. So... Don't let Matt.Zeb bail on us, guys. Everyone go tweet at Matt.Zeb. Tweet at him. Barrage him. There's going to be like three. <laughs> Our three fans. Four fans. <laughs> but yeah, because um, he, he was going to be on tonight, but I figured he was kind of busy because he just got off that. He was at that tournament, I think. And uh, so he's like next week. So, but we are also going to ask him questions. And if you guys have questions for Matt.Zeb, send them to us and we will ask him questions on your behalf. He'll probably be telling a hell of a lot of like tournament stories. We'll uh, talk about how he saved the Colorado melee scene single-handedly from his perspective. We'll have a tri-cast about uh, salt levels and how to contain. Yes. We are three very salty players. Yes, we are. <laughs> and the fucking podcast <laughs> anyway, right yeah. now. Tweet us your Matt.Zeb questions, and it'll also make him feel really bad if he doesn't show up, and there's all these questions waiting for him, guys. Yeah. So, um, um, do you know what I wanted to ask our viewers when we were at, talking at Mama's? What should we ask? We should ask them something. Yeah, we should. Um... I was well. I mean, what I think what I wanted to talk about or ask Matt was like about uh, what are some of the best tags you've ever seen? And no cheating, 
link to a challenge bracket bracket if you can um like the best tags you've ever seen in a tournament or used um because i'm sure as a to he's seen like some really some really good ones so uh if you guys can just uh send me some dms of just really shitty meme videos uh i need a collection i need much more uh, preferably ones with dogs <laughs> what kind uh just anything that's like overly memey like something that would be on just me very, very dank just give me some dank memes send me some videos uh no pictures uh, shout outs to the unofficial slime for being unfunny. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, send us send us tags. I think that'd be pretty good. I'll, I'll gather up some of mine too. Um, and it, bonus points if you link the challenge because we can't just take your word for it.